and gentlemen, welcome to another year, another March, another tournament of March Monster Madness round three right here on Blah Blah Podcast. I am Jason Green. With me, as always, is the creator of this whole dastardly idea, Mr. Sean Smith. You could say that. I could, you monster. Also with us today is the dastardly Derek McCauley. Big Mac, Little Mac. Welcome to 2019, everybody. It begins in March now, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also with us today is Dan Katz. What up? Hey. And rounding out this crew is the big dog, sex tape, Mike Dowling. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hold uh, on. This is the end of the line for you? <laughs> big dog, Big Mac, and he's graduated to sex tape? Mike, how's, how's your collarbone? Uh, well, it, I took a pretty hard fall. Well, 30, 30 feet, case, wasn't right? it? Yeah, off of a cage into concrete. Or you make something. people famous. Well, you made money because you went against Dwayne Johnson. I mean, yeah, you know that's, that's what I do. And sometimes I go crash weddings. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. In the room with a sling on your arm. That's right. We're doing another tournament, everybody. If you're not familiar with any of that, Sean will explain it right now. No, I don't want to. Okay. Right <laughs> that was a good episode, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another edition of Blah Blah Podcast. Uh, so this is the third edition of the March Monster Madness Tournament. And uh, this is basically a bracketed tournament. No seeds this time. This is the second uh, tournament that we're having with no seeds. Um, and uh, basically, it's a single elimination. We're going to judge each matchup based off of three categories. And they are... Uh, character design, uh, cultural significance, and head-to-head fight between the two characters. Um, and if you want to take a look at the bracket, you can find it on both Facebook and our Twitter page. Um, so why don't we now, get... Sean, get, yes. quick question, though. Uh, yes. Uh, for our listeners, uh-huh. is that grading structure subject to change at any moment? Always. Always subject to change. Okay, gotcha. So for everybody <laughs> following along... <laughs> Card subject to change. Card subject to change constantly. <laughs> also, a quick question, Sean. How can we pick a winner out of this tournament when they all appear to be losers? <laughs> oh, they're not all losers. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. Well, well that's funny is one of these is a reject that got booted off of the last time we did monsters because of technicality. So, so this is this is a consolation bracket. This is a consolation bracket. No, this it, whole thing's a sham. Well, we'll get to that in the main event. Uh, but um, <laughs> Sean invited me. <laughs> but yeah, basically, all these characters, the, uh, the, the the way the rules work, other than the one character which we'll get to, uh, these are all new characters. None of them appeared in the original March Monster Madness, um, and these are, uh, I would say, either classified as uh, sidekicks or, um, I guess newer horror movies some a lot of them are are, are, are from new well no oh yes but uh <laughs> some of them are newer uh so it might it these some of these characters weren't around when we did when we did the first bracket so that should tell you something can we just vote for tony collette from well, she's not in this bracket um, she would win i'm saying well, maybe she'll appear in uh, next year's bracket because this one is all uh, mystical horror characters. So there Hereditary be... gets snobbed at the Oscars and now this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, to qualify for this one, you have to have it some, some sort of uh, mystical powers or some. There has to be something uh, non-human about you for this one. She has the mystical uh, power that of was acting. On the fucking ceiling. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she had a demon in her. Ooh. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like your own cops. <laughs> One of these that I'm now looking at right now Mr. has a demon in them. So. There ain't no demon uh, in this film. <laughs> wait, hold on. How can you say that Tony Collette's character is null and void from this? She can't be in this year's version, but fucking Annabelle's on this. Because. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. That's a demon. Because Annabelle's just a demon possessed doll. I, 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 see a, I see a few things in here that uh, have she, demons in them. She, I don't, think, I don't is, want to do this demon? at all. <laughs> listen, you listen. Son of a bitch. Listen, she wouldn't be in the tournament. The demon would be in the tournament. Oh man, fuck! And the demons in multiple right. people. So Pagan, you know. I, I, Coney, I think Tillet. we're gonna have a couple easy wins later on based on that. What was that one called? Pa- Pagman or something like that? Pacman, yes, Pacman. Yeah. Pagan, <laughs> Pagan, Waka Waka. Yeah. Payman? Oh yeah, payment. Payment. Yes. This new movie looks badass. That's a different story. All right, let's Sonic get. Sonic looks really good. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the first matchup. <laughs> we have uh, Tiffany Valentine from the Chucky series. Uh, four appearances. She is a murderous bridal doll and the wife of Chucky. Uh, her powers include she has high intelligence, criminal skills, voodoo magic, stealth, speed, and seduction. And she is facing <laughs> Annabelle the doll from the Conjuring and Annabelle series. Four appearances. She is... A demonic possessed possessed porcelain doll who torments its owner, and she has as her powers demonic possession, telekinesis, mind control, superhuman speed, illusions, and manipulations. Gee, Jeez, mind wonder, control. I wonder if this one's tough. So, uh, are we arguing for the Annabelle doll or the demon in the Annabelle doll? Because <laughs> the Annabelle doll is worthless. The demon does everything. Well, the, but demon... the demon's powers far outweigh anything that Chucky's bride can do. Has has the demon been in anything but the doll? I mean, that's a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think someone would have had to have seen the second Annabelle film that was supposed to be the origin of Annabelle to answer I that sent question. in my Annabelle creation, and I never got anything back. <laughs> Except I, a lawsuit. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to say that uh, from what I've seen, no. So it would be <laughs> this would be doll versus doll. Oh, then Tiffany would destroy that thing. See, when it comes to head to head, I'm sure Tiffany could rip the head off of Annabelle. But like, and people like seem to throw away Annabelle to try to set it on fire. But then it always does something when their back is turned. So maybe it would like, I don't know. Tiff- Tiffany's not a, a dumb human being though. Tiffany's like at doll level. Yeah. Not only that, you're also She's not going to underestimate another doll. That, uh, Tef- Tiffany's actually more effective than Chucky because she's the only one that ever actually transferred her soul to a human. Whereas Chucky has failed at that every single fucking time he's tried to do it. Damn. Chucky's mm. just like, I'm going to keep being Jack Nicholson. That and I, I feel like, I mean, we haven't really seen her do anything like it yet, but she seems like she's much more adept in, like Dan was saying, like a little more adept in voodoo. She could probably, I don't know, put a binding spell on Annabelle. I mean, for the longest time, I, I have seen the second Annabelle movie way better than the first one. No, it's, it's, it was I thought it was actually pretty good. That's what I um, hear too. But she is trapped. She was bound for years, like decades even, in a room just <clears throat> simply by plastering the walls with freaking. I'm sorry, I'm 
choking on a nut. (laughs) 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 It's Tiffany's fucking damn it, Annabelle. That might go. Annabelle. Yeah. Uh, in the second Annabelle movie, she's bound in a, uh, a closet for like decades by just plastering uh, Bible pages on the walls. We'll tell her to get out of the closet. Oh, I mean, well. it eventually happens, but you know, it, it requires intervention of another person. So in that case, it's not going to be Tiffany. And so in a, just a head to head between them, obviously Tiffany, I think will win. Uh, and what we're, we're looking at creature design as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Annabelle. I mean, the real Annabelle doll was just a fucking raggedy. Yeah, raggedy, raggedy Ann doll. Raggedy Ann, I, I mean. think I got to give that to Tiffany too, just because I can. I vividly know what the Bride of Chucky looks like. I don't. I can't conjure what Annabelle oh, looks like. I see like. what you did there. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, extended it, universe. Yeah, I didn't like any of those movies. It, but, um, conjuring one was good. <laughs> No, it's not. Annabelle, so, like so I've heard. It's got like blonde hair and a fucked up eye. By virtue of me not being able to actually remember or know what Annabelle looks like, I give the look to Tiffany as well. So I guess we're all going uh, Tiffany then. Seems like we're all swaying that way. Well, if we're pulling the demon out of Annabelle and it's basically just a doll against a doll that's sentient that murders things. Yeah, obviously Tiffany would win that fight. I yeah, mean, I don't. I don't we, even. We, I don't, as a, as a cult of Chucky, where where Tiffany's like the most important character of the movie's plot. Honestly, Tiffany's I also, the goat. I also don't feel like Annabelle's uh, powers would really affect Tiffany because Tiffany would just be like, "Oh, this dumb bitch using her weird mystical powers ain't gonna do that anything." That sounds like Tiffany. Yeah. yeah, Tiffany would just find something to cut this bitch up with. Like that's all she'd have to do. Like she, they can't really die. Like. That's the, the the Chucky dolls. Like, I guess they can, but they're they're a lot more adorable than even some of the more like less killable horror characters. Adorable or adorable? Uh, both, <laughs> especially <laughs> Tiff. <laughs> All right, uh, is everyone voting Tiffany? Tiffany. Yeah. Overall, yes. I'm also looking at my brand new NECA Bride of Chucky two pack, like on the shelf over there right now. So. Yeah, I don't. Some, I don't like your tone. Got some, got some thoughts for later. <laughs> I'm also looking at something. <laughs> Is it Mike Dowling? A little something I bought with my hard-earned money. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> All right, let's go to our next matchup. We let's have, get away from dolls. <laughs> let's get away from dolls. Uh, we have Diana Walter, who is from the movie Lights Out. Uh, one oh my her- god. Back-to-back movie that was originally a short. Yes, the same director as Annabelle Creation. Uh, One appearance. She is um, uh, an entity who was originally a human girl diagnosed with a rare skin condition causing a negative reaction to light. After being killed in an experiment gone wrong, she became a vengeful ghost who mainly kills her victims in the darkness. Shit. And her powers include super strength, manipulation, and immunity to anything except light. And Google Google imaging this pretty uh, pretty freaky, and uh, she's facing Reverend Henry Kane, aka the Beast. From... Oh God! Uh, no, sure? she's fighting Bagul. <laughs> I think what? you skipped over one. Yeah, you skipped Bagul. Just push my glasses up on my nose. Like, Excuse <laughs> me, sir. It says right here in the program that she's fighting Bagul. 
Wait a minute. I gotta look this up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm on uh, the I'm I, I on have the the We're all Facebook looking page. at the bracket show. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Twitter. It to you, zoomed in. <laughs> Maybe you have an edited version or something. <laughs> Sean made the bracket and he's like, no way. No way. Oh no, this is all this is all wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Google came in for that last second uh scare. Sean, are you saying that you posted a false bracket for our listeners? No, no, the bracket is correct. My notes are wrong. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I have no stats on Bagul. I he just he's you just, don't know who Bagul is. <laughs> no, I know. Who, I know who you Bagul even is. Seen it? Have you seen the movie at least? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Dan, do you want to explain who Bagul is? <laughs> Tell he's us who creepy. Bagul is. He's this creepy guy that shows up and uh, turns your kids crazy, and makes you kill the whole family, and then films it like a snuff film. How, how successful was he at this? Uh, very, because it happens yeah. in every movie. <laughs> sounds sounds a lot more impressive than this chick with skin problems. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do it in the daylight, yeah, right? Cool's also responsible for one of the funnier episodes of uh, Half in the Bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys uh, handle this matchup while I fix the uh, notes here. Also, Sean, <laughs> I'm seeing an oversight. Why is Zat not a part of this? <laughs> I don't know. Mystical so, are mystical elements to that. <laughs> so with head to head, uh, lights out girl, um, she's only powerful in the dark, right? So that's yes. like all you got to do is flip the lights on. There see, you go, you the, the thing with Bagul is, uh, like you've seen, I've I haven't seen the entirety of the second one, so I don't know if they expand more on what he does. But he's almost like not tangible. What movie is this from? Yeah, it's sinister. sinister. Sinister movies. Yeah, oh, I've seen, I've seen okay. both of them. Um, they don't really expand too much on Bagul. He is just a well sinister entity, and uh, I see what he did I, there. I, I haven't. I don't recall there being any type of origin because I think they just want to milk that franchise. Yeah, it is for all it's worth. To show up on a Skype screen and talk about how uh, evil and uh, bad Bagul is, basically, and that's that's how you get your origin for him. It's like good enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you say Vincent um, D'Onofrio talked about yes. it. Yeah, they, they, got, yeah, they got Kingpin. Literally skypes into the first movie. It's not even a joke that he's on a computer screen skyped in and just starts talking about what Bagul is. <laughs> Reading the script right under him on his desk. I read but the yeah, way they filmed how, that, how though, actually. I think he... Expository dialogue in a film, dead. If yeah. I remember correctly, they didn't actually film him skyped. Like, he was in the other room, and they shot him. That's funny. Like <laughs> Jesus. That was okay. The first, the first one was the guy that did Doctor Strange, right? Scott Derrickson yeah. directed that. Because uh-huh. the Sinister Monster, like I never saw the Sinister movies. What exactly? It's a he's a person, or is he like a being that kind of like? I I think I'm thinking of a different movie. I I think he was what like some ancient fucking just a demon. He he wasn't a person if I remember right. Is like, it a shapeshifter? Yeah, I believe now, he was a demon, and and he was a Babylonian god of darkness. I mean, that that, that trumps the hell out of this little girl who turns the lights off. Uh, there you go, powers, <laughs> vast dark powers. So powers in the dark. So she's kind of already <laughs> fucked. Exerting influence over children, ability to travel between worlds, selective invisibility, technopathy, and teletransport. You re- you really have something against this lights out chick. <laughs> You put her against a demigod. 
It's I like, didn't do anything. These his hobbies <laughs> include traversing between the worlds, consuming the souls of children, like, feasting on the corruption of innocence. Like, okay, here's a lame, lamer version of Girl from the Grudge. You can face off against Black Adam from the Shazam universe. <laughs> now, I'll have you know, all of these matchups were done randomly. I put all these matchups in a, in a or all these characters in a randomizer, and this and is what popped out. Goal is to endlessly consume the souls of children and then it says ongoing in parentheses. <laughs> I think Sean's prejudice against people who live in the dark. Yeah. That's racist. That's racist. Uh, they they didn't stop the ghoul and uh, there was, I've actually heard whispers that they want to do another what one. What is it? Well, be, even more than that, they want to uh, cross it over with Insidious. You know what? I just googled it and I saw a thumbnail with the lady from Insidious and Bagul. Because they're both what? They're both Blumhouse, and they have uh, nothing that would contradict uh, each other's storylines if they did cross over. But like, the, cool. I think the, the best part about the, the Bagul thing is the the tapes. Like when they find them, they're always labeled so innocently. Like, because <laughs> on his Wikipedia page, yeah, on his Wikipedia page, it says pool party 66. Bagul had a young boy tie his family on the pool chairs and pull each of them into the pool until they drowned in 1966. Like, that's the description. It's like, like he pulled, like he has that in the box labeled the good old days. Basically. Kind of, yeah. videos. The main character of the story finds these movies and they just keep watching them and seeing all these fucked up things happening to all these families. And then it happens to them. Like, that's, that's the, the movie. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, feels so like ever have it a feels kid, like. Yeah, no, I don't have a kid. kid. Uh, don't don't ever uh, give them an eight millimeter camera. <laughs> <laughs> Bad things happen. Yeah, it see, feels like Bagul has to win this, right? Well, then he also has the cultural significance of like so many uh, people when they make fun of those last second uh, jump scares, uh, they they would uh, a lot of times refer back to Sinister and that it would repeatedly yeah. do that. The little girls walking by with the axe, and then oh god, Bagul! Bagul. Oh, Plus, man, I, I really gotta watch the whole thing in the second one. Plus, because, wasn't Lights no, Out no, literally don't. just a film stretched out to an hour and a half that was only supposed to be 10 minutes anyway? It, yeah, it like, was they, like a YouTube like they created, Lights out, they created that, that story. Two minutes long. The, uh, That's what I'm saying. Story. Like, they created that story. It was the same thing as Mama, out. It's also on this list. So but I figured, I, mama was good. I figured out what the problem was uh, with with uh, my notes here, and it, apparently I left two characters off, and they are Bagul oh and Mama. <laughs> wow! So, so I'm adjusting wow, this, it right now. See, just reading Bagul's page now, knowing that the final tape from Sinister Two is called "A Trip to the Dentist," I don't even want to read the spoilers of what happens. I'm like, all right, I got to see that. <laughs> it's not a good movie. Uh, see, the other thing is, I actually really like that actress. So I'll see just about anything with which uh, actress. Uh, who's in, uh, the, the, I know her name off the top, off the top of my head. She was in Rules of Attraction. She was in fucking. Oh, her. Yeah, I know who you're talking uh, about. Chris Cutters. Carolyn Perron. Forty days and forty nights. She was the the, the oh. good girl, bad girl. Oh shit. How do we all, we all know her from that Josh Hartnett romantic comedy from the early 2000s. Where he, where he can't nut. <laughs> Shannon Sosson. That's her name. She was also in one Missed Call remake. Uh, that was like the last thing she was in for quite a while. I saw that movie in the theaters. 
Okay. So Bagul wins, yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> guess, I guess Bagul so wins. So we should move on from this. I, I don't have a vote. I was busy. So. Well, uh, you didn't even include him, so I don't think you should get a vote. Good point. <laughs> good point. All right. Uh, next matchup. Uh, the aforementioned Reverend Henry Kane, a.k.a. the Beast in the Poltergeist series. Yeah, uh, you fuck. He, That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> he has uh, three appearances. He is the... Uh, whoa. Did, did anyone else see that? <laughs> was that Jason? Yeah, yeah I hit I hit the, the thing by accident. It was cool. I never have that window open when we're on audio, so I always miss shit like that. Uh, he is the ghost of an angry cult leader who wishes to abduct the, uh, the youngest child of the Freeling family to use her innocence to capture souls trying to enter the afterlife. He uh, has... Sounds his, about right. His Sounds powers, a lot like the ghoul. His powers include supernatural powers, manipulation, charisma, deceptions, illusions, in- intelligence, possession, and shape-shifting. And hmm. he is facing uh, the mutant bear from Annihilation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one oh, of, I just saw that movie, too. I actually saw something. Really coming movie. in a little hot. Sorry. He uh, it is a uh, bear mutated with a human uh, and and also features a human skull and it was created by the Shimmer. Uh, its powers include super strength, sharp claws and teeth, and the ability to mimic human voices. And the Shimmer, Specifically, yeah. the, the, Shimmer the death curdle of another human being. Yeah, <laughs> is... this, this this mutant man bear didn't have any pig, did it? No, <laughs> no. Al Gore Al Gore can call off the search. <laughs> the Shimmer should also not be mistaken for the Shinning. <laughs> Do you want us to get sued? All right. Well, hands down, right off the bat, um, design. We know where that goes. That fucking bear. Old man bear pigs thing all year. Like, I don't think anything looks cooler than that. Legitimately scary. The bear was the. I think I texted Sean about it. I was just like, that's legitimately the first time I've been frightened by a movie in years is how creepy that bear was. Like, when it screams and it makes the sound, it can mimic the sound of her friend screaming to lure her over. Oh, it's so creepy. Did you ever see Jesus Camp? That was scary. (laughs) That is pretty scary. (laughs) That's true. Uh, As far as cultural significance goes, this is a tough one because Annihilation was not a success. Uh, people. I don't really know if I don't really know if it's that difficult. I mean, you said Poltergeist is the main benevolent benevolent spirit that's coming after their family correct in that movie yeah it's basically it, he's like poltergeist is more popular historically poltergeist than is more popular historically where, however where does he, i know i know who he is because of the second movie specifically but where, is he in the first one like theoretically like, yes the him okay. he's one of the the spirits in the first one but it's not like played off as if oh god that's kane that's got to be kane oh god uh, um, well, they should have did that, <laughs> but the but see the the fact that um pe- when people think of Poltergeist, they think of the original, not the sequels. Whereas um, Annihilation, mo- more people think of the bear as opposed to anything else. The other creatures in the movie, uh, no one talks about that damn crocodile with shark teeth. Yeah, yeah, the, that, the fa- that crocodile. The crocodile looked. Also, too much like a normal crocodile compared to the bear. Well, because they weren't that deep into the shimmering yet, so they didn't want to yeah. fuck with it too much. Well, when they cut into the dude's chest and they see all the tentacles wrapping around his organs. Oh, yeah. that's so hot. <laughs> He's like, what's happening to me? It's just like, uh, you're fucked, bud. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rit F. 
<laughs> I think. The- <laughs> please, please reply F in the comments. I think the real interesting uh, question is how a fight would go between the two of them. How can they fight? Because uh, one's an entity, the other one is a physical bear. Yeah, well, having not seen Poltergeist two or three, uh, how does how does the Reverend exist in the world like tangibly? He just walks up to the front door and creeps the hell out of a little girl. Like, like, hey, what up? He's also a shapeshifter because uh, I believe is it the third one when he transforms into like that big, not to compare it, but it look, kind of it looks like a big like rotting bear creature thing. Oh, oh shit! Two bears. See? No, so what if bear Reverend, so what if Reverend Henry Kane is the mutant bear and has been the entire time? Fuck! <laughs> and this fight's pointless. Mutant bears melt steel beams. <laughs> Laser bears, Ken. Uh, personally, I think I would give uh, two out of three to the mutant bear. Um, the, the, the fight, the fight you're not giving to the bear, are you? I am. I have questions about the fight, but it I just need. I just need to know how the bear could do damage to an entity. Well, the fact that the bear was taken hey, out hey, with bullets. We, we, let, we let a fucking crocodile take down a Balrog on this podcast. Oh, so. Steve uh, not, on, not on my watch. You didn't. Plus, they're, <laughs> they're in the middle with the bear. Like, maybe in the shimmer, Henry Kane is vulnerable. Maybe that fucks up with his, like, entity-ness. It could. Wait, 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 how, how well, would... well, hold on. Why, is, why does mutant bear get home field advantage? That's a good point. Because well, I the said the so. bear wouldn't exist outside of the shimmer. Well, that's, that's not tr- that's not entirely true. I, Oscar Isaac came out from the shimmer. Yeah, he was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yeah, seen I, I him that battered since Last Jedi. From the ship, but <laughs> it doesn't seem like the bear exactly wanted to go anywhere. <laughs> that was a good one. Or to have this fight happen, someone's got to go into the shimmer and capture this bear and then take it out of the shimmer. <laughs> Well, these yeah, are good all, luck with that. These are all hypotheticals, but I think at the end of the day, uh, I think the mutant bear has a, a maybe a slight advantage. Um, I mean, you know, you know where my heart wants to go. You know, I want to push this bear as far as it can go. Well, that rhymes. I'm just not playing the soundbite <laughs> of the bear's scream while we're talking about it. Like, Every time the bear advances, we need to play the soundbite because <laughs> that that thing is probably like. Like that movie not getting nominated for sound for that one clip is a travesty to me. Because no one knew, no one knew it came out. That's right. why. <laughs> it uh. was too. It was too. It was a rare smart sci-fi movie coming out in twenty eighteen. Yeah, no, and then they buried it for no and then, reason. And then nobody gave a shit. They, buried they were just it. like, they were like, no, I want to go see Ridley Scott's new Alien movie. No, I, I want to go see Black Panther for the eighth time. That's true. That's probably more like it. All right, everyone. That's why on... I got nominated, though. Great movie. Yeah, of course. Uh... <laughs> Congratulations to Mutant Bear. J- Jason, tell Yulia to shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to get more ducks here. For sure. uh, I love Jesus. you, Yulia. She can't hear you. But if, she, if she could, the KGB would be on your ass right now. They might be now, and you don't know about it. Well, on on that uh, on that note, let's the move FBI's to the next. Yeah, I've been one. listening to this the entire time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> bear, bear wins. Mutant bear wins. Yes. Ooh. All right. I don't even I don't even know how, but mutant bear won. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, our next match, we have uh, the black skulls from the movie Mandy. 
First off, racist. <laughs> One appearance. Immediately. Immediately. They are drug-running bikers who are given a special batch of LSD that permanently broke their minds, turning them into depraved cannibalistic monsters. Oof. Hold on, Sean. You have the Black Skulls facing off a guy named Frank Cotton. <laughs> are you kidding me? It was random. What do you want from me? Are you kidding me? Uh, Their powers include uh, drug-induced super strength, weapons, and fighting abilities. Sounds badass. And they are facing uh, Frank Cotton from the Hellraiser <laughs> series. Uh, two appearances. He is the uncle of Kirsty Cotton. He is uh, torn apart and sent to hell via the Lament configuration. However, is able to return and regenerate via human blood. And his powers include high intelligence, great physical strength, endurance, durability, speed, agility, st- uh, strategy, regen- and regeneration through uh, vitality drains. So is it just this one badass guy versus a whole bunch of just revved up black skull dudes? You just described Mandy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still have to see that. I do want to see that movie. Yeah, me too. I love Nicolas Cage. It is fucking weird. I just want to see it because I've heard how fucking weird it is. I want to see that in Overlord also. I've seen that I, I, uh, driving so with that creepy fa- fucking smile I, on his face. I worked, I worked on a movie with one of the actors in it, and after seeing Mandy, I'm like, I now know what that man's penis looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Mike the situation was in that movie. <laughs> You got to see Overlord, too. It was a great movie. I do want to see that. It is a good movie. Um, So in terms of uh, the categories, I feel like in terms of uh, uh, character design, I'm actually going with Frank Cotton on this one. Uh, Yeah, that that, like skinless, mm -hmm. just like muscle. uh, uh, It's disgusting. I love it. And not only that, but also when he's forming together that uh, the practical effect with that. Um, Mm Yeah. And then even though it's his fucking death scene, I think that's still one of the coolest fucking effects of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. He's like, Jesus wept, and his face fucking flies apart. Uh, I'm, look, I'm looking at an image of him now. Yeah, me too. I, I, I Googled image just the name Frank Cotton. I'm like getting a bunch of these LinkedIn pictures. <laughs> oh, wow. It's Frank Cotton. <laughs> it's like if they made a live-action Dr. Manhattan, but he was bleeding all the time. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what good, he looks like. That's a good comparison. Um, yeah, dude, he, he's horrifying. Yeah. And uh, to me, it's like the black skulls were just trying to be Cenobites, but they were like super low budget Cenobites. So it's like, they don't even look that great. They're just I'm war boys them now too. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to give uh, Frank the edge there in terms of cultural significance. <laughs> I think Frank has that one too. Uh, more people know of the Hellraiser movies. Uh, uh, that, like when you think of Hellraiser, the two things that I think would come to mind are Pinhead slash Cenobites. I mean, I think Pinhead kind of represents them in general, and then skinless people. Like, yeah, and <laughs> and if you are thinking of Mandy, you're usually either thinking about Nicolas Cage or the the cult that he's going after. Not so much the the skulls, which really are a small percentage of the movie. Yeah, That's I'm sure I'm no going idea. with Frank Cotton also, just because this dude looks awesome. And, and all the powers, all, all the powers that you mentioned. Cotton. Plus the black skulls. I just looked at them. It just looks like a dirty white guy driving a car. I'm telling you, it's just Racist. war boys from Mad Max. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Only without the great, like, artistic direction that Mad Max had. Hmm. Anyone else say any different? Negative. Uh, I think I'm good. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have. 
the plants from the happening. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, how could what? you beat them? Oh, uh, one appearance. What? <laughs> Mike <laughs> <laughs> versus Fluffy Hagrid's dog from Harry Potter. Oh uh, no, we're getting there. Uh, they yeah. are Earth's plants. Earth's plant life that starts to develop a deadly neurotoxin that is deadly to humans and causes them to commit suicide. Uh, its no powers news. are uh, neurotoxin, fabrication, and emission. Fabrication. And, <laughs> yeah, they fabricated it. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. And uh, they're facing Fluffy the Crate Beast from Creepshow. Uh, one appearance. Okay. It mm. is a fur-covered creature found in the Arctic in 1834 who is locked in a wooden box and is... Jesus, did someone fall? <laughs> the, the plants got to him. And, uh, it, looks like, it looks like a Yeti. And hidden under a stair, stairwell and is released 150 years later. Its powers include armed with sharp teeth and claws, patience born of longevity, and brute patience. strength. Patience. <laughs> what is your greatest quality, Fluffy? Well, remember, Captain patience. America said patience is very important. True. So basically, it's the Bumble from Rudolph the Red Zone, Red Nose Reindeer, versus plants. Trees. So you I remember? think uh, design is already a given to Fluffy. Fluffy. Um. You tell me Mother Nature doesn't have good design? I think it doesn't have sharp enough teeth. <laughs> you remember in the happening when uh, fucking Randall from the clerks from Clerks was in it and he killed himself? <laughs> no, I remember when Dante did though. Oh, it was Dante, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> one, I was like, wait, Jeff Anderson was in that movie? I don't think he's in anything other than like a handful of things because he's an asshole. Yeah, Sean, do you want this do you want this creep show fluffy the crate beast monster prop replica? Only twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, he wants uh, no, the, I'm uh, good. He wants it actually, the, it's actually uh, super fucking cool, though. Like, I'm, I'm with Mike on that. The design on Fluffy is sweet. And uh, now, for head-to-head, in the happening, I don't recall seeing any animals being affected Dude, by the you toxin. took the words literally right out of my mouth, Mike. I fucking love you. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, you, Mike, you, you really picked <laughs> apart that flawless narrative of the happening <laughs> to, find, <laughs> to find the loophole. Because I... Yeah. What can I say? And there's no trees in the Arctic either, unless they're covered in snow. Oh, yeah, there you go. Home field advantage for Fluffy. There are no plants there. Boom. <laughs> Fight one. I mean, realistically, if, if they were fighting, which this is a ridiculous fight in the first place, uh, what, what would happen is, is that all the humans at the university would just all start killing themselves and Fluffy would just eat them. No, 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 no. And then that would be the yeah. end of it. It's like, well... No one really wins. I guess Fluffy's the only one we can see, so there Unless you go. one of the humans becomes so self-destructive in their suicidness made by the plants that they, like, release a poison in the building to kill themselves and inadvertently try to kill. Suicide others. bomb. Well, if, huh. if Fluffy's able to, uh, to, to, to not drown underwater, then <laughs> I don't know how... how say, say that again. Drown underwater? Water? Shut up. Sorry. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Underwater. Then I, I don't know how effective um, other people spreading their own diseases would be. I definitely and, think uh, Fluffy gets two out of three because he's got a design. Yeah. Trees don't and have I mean, really I, a design. I, I think even cultural significance, it... I know, I like... Even know, I don't think either of them are significant. I would say... Well, the Happening's the greatest comedy the movie ever. With, with Fluffy, he is a representation of the coming together of like George Romero and Stephen King in this 
crazy EC inspired movie that many right, people don't remember fluffy, anymore. But is Fluffy <laughs> significant? Like the film Creep Show itself is significant, but does that carry well, Fluffy in, past the in, happening in because terms, the happening's awful? In terms of the five uh, segments, it's definitely one of the more remembered ones. Okay. So I, I would say yes. Yeah, okay. not too many people remember uh, Stephen King just being covered by Moss. Fair enough. <laughs> when I think of Creep Show, I mainly just think of the thing that was on Bravo, which was the Roaches. Yeah, that's that's the last one. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, no, uh, I'm going Fluffy as well. So. Who booked this shit? <laughs> Pritchard. You said it was random. It it was well, random. You, well, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, our next matchup, we have uh, Mama from the movie Mama. Oh, yeah, you don't get a vote in this one either. I don't get a vote in this one. Yeah. Uh, one appearance. She is a female ghost and former patient of St. Gertrude's uh, Asylum, Gertrude's. known as uh, Edith Brennan back in the 1800s. Uh, her, her powers include supernatural powers, levitation, possession, and parenting. And parenting. <laughs> she is facing... Uh, Abby from the movie Let Me In. Uh, one appearance. She is an adolescent vampire who befriends a little boy, and she it has uh, her powers include superhuman strength, speed, immortality, and loyalty. I like how well, all of these. All Mama the was a horrible movie, but a really good short. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, I really liked the design of Mama in the short, and not the movie. Yeah, everything about the movie was. So, not... is it another lights out scenario? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Except this one somehow <laughs> gets stuck with Guillermo del Toro's name being attached to it. Well, it's because the original Mama had the accent mark above the last A. <laughs> yeah, but Dan, I loved Shape of Water. <laughs> uh, I, I, I really, I really don't want. <clears throat> the vampire girl from Let Me In to lose to that movie. I don't want her to lose either. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, did either one of them even have any cultural significance other than Mama being produced I mean, let by me Guillermo in. del Toro? I mean, Let Me In had significance for people <clears throat> who really wanted to see, I guess, the Americanized version of Let the Right One In. To see another see, movie like, again, uh, only this time they made her actually a girl. Yeah, basically. from the original uh, is actually a very awesome design. This one is just like it's Chloe Moretz with some dirt on her face. What's wrong with that? (laughs) Calm down, Sean. Calm down. Uh, I can't. I can't. She was like 14 in that. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Hit girl. What are you doing here? Sean, edit that out. (laughs) No, it's okay. I saw Greta. It's fine. Not to mention that they they cut out the whole part of uh, it not being a girl, but, uh, you know. Well, it's not a girl. It's a vampire, Dan. Oh, uh, okay. But take that. it was it was uh, neutered before it was turned into a vampire. So that's the <laughs> canon of, of the actual original vampire. But, you know, in America, they can't really show a girl getting her dangly bitch chopped off. So would would mama. The real question is, would mama allow the little girl from this movie to even come in for the fight? That's a good point. Mama would probably try to nurture her as opposed to fight her tag team yeah hmm. but uh unprecedented I unprecedented beyond that i think uh, had abby turned on mama i don't think she could stop her 
how did how did Mama die in the movie? She did. Well, there. She turned into butterflies. They, they fucking gave their kid to the the, the yeah kid yeah, yeah. They, they they sacrificed the one girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mama just like is happy and everything's fine, <laughs> and she turns into like butterflies. Uh, sounds like a cop out. I, I don't know what movie you were watching, and 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 the movie that I saw. They got rid of her by uh, giving her Boskov's coupons, and she just <laughs> left and took care of her business. Boskov's. Boskov's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that doesn't that, uh, that doesn't sound right. God, uh, I don't know. If they were forced to fight, I think Mama would win, because I don't know how a vampire would defeat this thing. But I legitimately don't think that she would fight her. I think uh, might not. No, the, I, I, I agree, but I don't know. Like, do but we just call that a drug? Would Mama to know that this girl isn't a little girl because she's like hundreds, possibly thousands of years old? Well, apparently, wouldn't that be she could tell. Her, then? Mothers can always tell. Always having a little girl. Well, it's also implied that Mama has some sort of uh, mental issues. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kills people. <laughs> no, I mean, like, she might have some sort of. Uh, I don't know what's PC to say. I don't. I don't want to say something wrong. Uh, she on the dark spectrum. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, is this the dark universe? <laughs> F. Not yeah, that's in the next one. Uh, yeah, like the fight because Mama's like intangible, mostly. There's nothing like. Was there anything even in Mama that they used effectively? Other than sacrificing a child. Not that I remember. I mean, I can, I can say right now, I think I would give cultural significance to Mama because that put uh, Andy, whatever the hell his last name is, Jetty. you know, into uh, into the spotlight to, and got to make it because of it. Guillermo del Toro's name is on it. That Let Me In, a lot of people kind of just forgot about because they'd rather go back to Let the Right One In. The thing is, it sucks is they're actually both really good. Yeah, I saw Let Me In. I didn't see Let the Right One. Oh, are you, are you talking about the comparison or just like them just, against each other? Just the movie. No, no, no. Like uh, let, let the Right One In and Let Me In. Like as far, if, right. if Let the Right One In didn't exist already, Let Me In would probably be like hailed as a really good vampire movie. But the problem is everyone saw the original, so it's not. You know what they yeah. should do? They should remake Let Me In, but with Eric Andre doing the meme. <laughs> <laughs> let me in! Well, I don't. That's how I, I got to let me into the Skype call. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually really love how let me. I actually have the book. Like I actually bought the original book of Let the Right One In and read you're it. Looking like, at, you're looking at that right now while we're yeah, recording. Yeah, definitely. Too. <laughs> uh, they uh they cut out some weird shit, which I think actually makes a ton of sense for the well, movie. weird shit or like Stephen King weird shit. No, like people that got bit by the vampire and like partially turned. Uh, turned into like fucking zombies and shit like it was, oh. it was weird yeah so good things they left out uh but i think it, for me the the scene from both versions of the movie where she walks in uninvited is like one of the coolest things ever because it's one of those vampire rules you hear about but the only thing you ever really see is someone tricking somebody to let them into the house and then they get let in Whereas this one, like, you see, like, what would probably happen to a vampire if you're just like, I'm just going to walk right in this place. Like, I own it. Like, so, is the door just uh, open and she just walks in or she just turns the knob and just oh, comes no, into like, the house? The door's open. She, and she, she asked the kid to, be, to, she's yeah. asking to be let in. And right. she's, like, she's like, you have to say it. 
And she's like, but what if I don't or whatever? And basically she forces herself through the door and then blood just starts to pour out of every single orifice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember oh, that. Oh, man, now. I want to see this movie now. <laughs> every yeah, pour. Because then, the, then the kid's just oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz finally started bleeding. Oh, oh she's sick oh. fuck. <laughs> All right. You're the one who wanted to see it. And Sean's just like, yeah. <laughs> Not for that reason, you sicko. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I don't get a vote, so what do you guys say? Is everyone going Abby? I'm going mama. I, I was under the oh. assumption most people were going mama. Oh, even though I'm kind of even though I'm kind of upset about it. I think it gets cultural significance. I think uh, if what it, is significant it, about it, mama? I it just uh, the fact that it exists and like who who made wow, it. Wow, that's so. That's like the lowest bar imaginable. Compared to a second before. adaptation of a book that is now considered the lesser of the two. Yeah, I mean that well, most it, it's, it's a, it's I, a I low bar. But would more people know Let Me In than Mama? No. I think no. more people would, would know more people would be like, Mama? you mean Let the Right One In? No. Saying, I, I, no, because I, we're no. not grading off of Let the Right One In. We're grading off of Let Me In. Exactly. That's what but I'm there's saying. an actual like name brand actress in that movie. Like People know who that is. I feel like people would vouch for that movie before they vouch for this fucking Mama movie. All Mama right, has you, Jessica you, Chastain in it. All right, you want just, some you want eight. you want some hard evidence. So, uh, let me in made a total. I'm sorry. Let's go with Mama first. Mama made <laughs> a total of seventy one million dollars just in the oh. U S. domestically. Oh. Let me in made twelve million. So oh. I win naturally. <laughs> clearly more significant. <laughs> yeah. Mike, Mike, as a former politician, is clearly going for the McDonald's <laughs> soda swilling blue collar vote. The, the, the problem is, under our rules, there's not a way to let Abby get by, which is very frustrating because we can't even invite her by. <laughs> I don't see why. Why? Why can't we? Uh, like to me, uh, I, I feel like she would. She might win in the fight, and then. Uh, I, I I enjoy her design more. So, <laughs> how do you think Abby would win in a fight? That's like one of the creepiest fucking sentences you could say. To I enjoy it's her like, design. hello Chloe. They, they, I like, like hello Chloe. There was I like nothing, your design. There was nothing that they could physically do against Mama to combat her. Well, when I'm, going, I'm going uh, with the, the thought that Mama wouldn't even fight her; that she would just try to coddle so, her, and then and then Abby, Abby could murder her. But, but she couldn't. Well, then it would be a draw, and the tie goes to Abby. But that's what makes these entire things bullshit. When you include malevolent spirits, you can't do anything and, to them. It's not even a fair fight. And like, while Mama, Mama, by that logic, is just going to steamroll her way through everything that's tangible. And if we were to go uh, design wise, I mean, yes, it's Chloe Grace Moretz, but she doesn't. It's a great, her... it's a great design, right, Sean? <laughs> like, the CGI it's, design it's, isn't, but that's, it's that's, just that's, a girl. Yeah, like. It's just a girl in a. What do you mean? It's just a girl, Mike. It's not. <laughs> well, it's, in this one, it is. Why don't you step uh, up to the podium, okay? I just saw Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Final votes, Walk everyone. Twitter. Final votes, Mike. Who are you going with, Mama? Mama. Derek, who are you going with? Abby. Jason, who are you going with? Mama. Oh, Dan, who are you going with? This is not fair. <laughs> Don't, don't so make disgusting. me break this tie. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you, your vote doesn't count. I know, but if you if you say Abby, then it's it's going to be trouble. Uh, Do we got to call Domino's? 
<laughs> like I, I, I want to pick Abby, but I can't see a way in the rules where she would win two out of three. Like we already pushed the mutant bear through. But uh, you have to do. You have to pick something. Pick which one has the best design. Five, <laughs> four, God. three, uh, two. I fucking have to pick Mama. All right. All God, right. I'm disgusted. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Mama. filth. Mama goes through. Sean uh, should have put Ely on the list, and then we wouldn't have had this problem. I don't know why he had to, he had to go with the Chloe Grace Moretz route. But why do you think? I think I know why. <laughs> All right, our next matchup, we have Frankenstein's Bride. Uh, four appearances. Uh, she is a female creature created by created as a wife for Frankenstein's monster. Her powers include superhuman strength and indes, inde, in, ooh. Whoa. In, indestructibility. <laughs> indestructibility. Independent. <laughs> <laughs> and she don't break much. <laughs> She's facing Dracula's Brides from uh i guess from van helsing <laughs> well we're we're, we're going to count them from bram stoker's dracula um oh. uh two appearances ah. uh sh- they are female vampires who reside in dracula's castle and they uh powers include seduction manipulation illusions agility and speed wait two appearances we're basing it on bram stoker's are you was there a sequel to that? Well, no. I'm I'm just as a, as a label. I'm putting Bram Stoker's Dracula on it, but they also made Hammer movies about the Brides of Dracula as well. Uh, okay, I got you. Sean, okay, I'm not a big fan of labels. Stay woke. <laughs> Regardless, uh, design and cultural significance, I think both go to Bride of Frankenstein. One hundred percent. I agree. No one even thinks of the Brides of Dracula. For I the had fight. no idea Dracula the had a bride is, until this morning. The morning. fight is also second. It's secondary because those two other things are clear runaways, like yeah. Mike said. Like the fight would clearly, I, the fight would clearly go to Brides of Dracula. I'd imagine just because there's more of them, and obvious. I mean, I mean vampires. Have, vampires have a little up bit as more. the Bride of Dracula. Plus, Dracula's True. brides have the illusion ability. They have a little bit more offensive capability than Bride of Frankenstein. Like she's probably strong as shit, but, but that's two out of three. It. Right. What? They're, re- they're making saying... a new Bride of Frankenstein too, aren't they? No, well, Bride not. of Frank. Yeah, I'm saying not. Bride of Frankenstein. Cultural significance is a slam dunk. Yeah, I'm and saying. I'm the... saying two out of three. Bri- uh, Frankenstein's Bride. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I was kind of leading. I was leading the same way too. <laughs> what? I said, does anyone object? <laughs> I think it's I, Annabelle. I, I agree. So it's fun. <laughs> Shut no, up. That was e- that was easy as hell. <laughs> I think Mama would win in the fight, though. Yes, (laughs) with the makeup sometime. Yeah, Mike, would Mama win in the fight against Bride of Frankenstein? Yeah, let's find out next week. Well, they're not facing next week. We have to wait a little bit longer. Let's find out in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, our next matchup we have Billy Two Two Seven from the movie Unfriended. Uh, One appearance. Uh, She is an internet computer ghost whose spirit seeks vengeance after her cyber bullies. Uh, And her powers include possession, telepathy, perception, technology, intelligence, and hacking. And blenders. Hack the planet. (laughs) And she is facing the monsters from Bird Box. uh, Sandra Bullock? (laughs) Uh, They are a race of unseen beings who cause anyone to look at them go crazy. And kill themselves. 
You should have made Bird Box versus the plants from the So unintentionally, you picked something that in both (laughs) cases makes people go crazy and kill themselves. Exactly. Uh, Their powers include madness, inducement, shape-shifting, and drives anyone who looks at them insane. Again, I did not make the matchups. These were all randomized. I I just don't don't believe you. I think the battle battle is just a wash because I don't know how that would even work. Um, so so Billy nothing. Billy two two seven doesn't exist. It's an entity on a computer well, that has the ability to force people to kill themselves. Would a VPN work? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Mike just broke the whole movie. <laughs> I, I, I still I'm trying to like I don't know whether or not we should accept this implied that Billy two two seven is actually the spirit of the girl who killed herself from being bullied, mm-hmm. or if it's just something else entirely. Well, is like Billy two two seven trapped on a computer? But at the end of the movie, you oh. see. The yeah, because if it's ta- if the one time they, the one time they, yeah, the well, one time they cut away from the the screen uh, shot, she actually closes the lid and does the final jump scare to kill the girl. Yeah, I thought that was two seven is tangible. If it's tangible at all, then Bird Box would win because the monsters would find and make it kill itself. Well, we'll see. The problem is, but is do that... we know if a ghost can kill itself? Yeah. See, it's already dead, right? That's true. Nearly Headless Nick taught me that. <laughs> Is he on this bracket too? He should be. Not quite. All-time ghost legends. Well, for so, one okay. uh, mm-hmm. appearance, Billy would win immediately. Because she has one. Yeah. Um, in terms of cultural significance, though, I feel like the monsters from Bird Box definitely win that one. So I feel the like Bird it, Box challenges. Yeah, that one did have the unfriended challenge. Yeah, don't try to stick your head into and the, and they didn't, shit. And, well, that's not and true. For the like sequel, that. they didn't even follow up with the character. They just made an all new movie that has nothing to do with the first one at all. So yeah, that's that's not true. Actually, I do the unfriended challenge like every day on Facebook. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys see that? Did you guys see that they were planning to, uh, to uh, design for the Bird Box monsters, but it got cut from the movies? Yeah, like, it looks Ch- like a crappy version of uh, Salma Hayek in uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. That yeah. sounds badass. Well, were they hot? Like, it, like monster. it was. Let's see if I can find it. It's like the 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 artists were making this like Jack looking monster with a baby's head. It was no, no, no. It was, it, was a ba- it was a baby. It was like a like a, a mutated baby's head, but on like a like an eel body. It was, yeah. it was oh my God. the idea was is that that was what Sandra Bullock would have seen if she looked uh, at the monsters because in the movie she's like you know apprehensive about having a baby and like that's her fear or whatatever oh I thought that's what everyone was seeing no like, no, yeah, no, no no myself no. too no because I it, she just she just saw the killer from happy death day to you <laughs> <laughs> so I actually went and saw that still haven't watched the first one <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a weird thing. We're, we won't, we don't have to get into this or not. But is there really a killer in Happy Death Day to you? I don't no. know. I didn't see it. Uh, the real killer is uh, science. If the you think box about office. it, yeah, yeah, the box. Science, office. Just, it's just Darwinism. <laughs> uh, so uh, to me, it comes down to the fight here, and I don't think that the how can they fight? I don't think the bird box monster is has the ability to do anything to Billy. Well, why, why don't we judge again? It? But what can again, Billy do to Bird Box Monster? I'm going back. I want to go back to my happening argument. Did any animals kill themselves in Bird Box? Uh, no. They that the bird the birds the animals were used to detect the uh, the monsters. So it only worked on humans. And I would make the argument that Billy Tutu whatever the fuck is no longer a human. 
Okay. Okay. But now we have to argue for how Billy Two Two Seven defeats Bird Box monsters. I don't know. She can kill the, the internet. Yeah, because she doesn't win the significance battle. The significance, what? cultural significance, obviously goes to Bird Box. It was way more popular than that unfriended movie. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm saying it, it to me. It comes down to the fight, and which again, which again, you can't really do anything about. Well, think of it this way. If it comes out like a boxing match, it comes down to a draw. You go by whoever scores the most points. I feel like Billy scored the most points between the two of them. How? Because I said so. In what way? Because I said so. No, but how how do you harm something that doesn't exist because you can't even see it because you're not human? Because I don't think the bird box monster would land a single punch. The bird box monster wouldn't even show up. Exactly. So I guess that's the I guess that's the way that Billy wins. So it's a forfeit. Do we know in Bird Box if the creatures or whatever it is uh, have a physical body? No. We know we, we can hear them moving. Like you don't actually hear them moving around or anything, right? You just hear voices. No, you 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 see them. You see like uh, not a figure, but like you see like a shadow sometimes. Yeah. You see like uh, uh, trees and stuff moving. You see something moving through the the trees and the bushes because things will separate. But to me, it's so like it, when so it has a physical body. Supposedly. Yeah, I wouldn't say body, but it, it's a definitely there in some form or another. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to see them at all, Jason. That's how they get you. That's the point. Oh, uh, don't worry. I'm way past killing myself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> plus, plus, I think unfriended. Uh, if we're going off of like the way that they get someone to kill themselves, like. The bird box people just go crazy, but this Billy bitch just like fucks with people. You know what? They just even, fucking, like... even if the if if the bird box monsters uh could actually affect her in any way, she's already crazy, so she'd just turn into one of the crazy people. Yeah, she wouldn't kill right. herself. You're right. Yeah, so bird box one. monsters versus one of the real housewives. <laughs> so I am going Billy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so I don't. I even actually know think I that both of the unfriended movies oh my are. God. Are, are a bit underrated <laughs> and they're not typically the kind of movies I would like to champion, but I actually enjoy both of them. So what bird box? Fuck no. Oh, you're <laughs> talking about both these movies. <laughs> no, like both of the unfriended movies. Okay. There were two. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm unfriended. The second to one you. had to completely drop the, the supernatural element and just make it that people are being killed. I think I'm going to throw up if Mama has to fight this chick from Unfriended. <laughs> better right. get the bucket. Let's go. I, I better get the bucket. Let's go to the next matchup. Uh, we have uh, the Bye Bye Man. Don't his, think it, don't say it. Don't, don't think it, don't say it. In his own he movie. should be disqualified. <laughs> One appearance. Uh, he is in uh, a, d- a demonic boogeyman-like figure of un- unknown origin who will stalk and kill anyone that thinks or says his name. Uh, his powers include inducing nightmare visions, sickness, illusions, trickery, teleportation, speed, madness-inducing, and dark powers. And he is facing... Let's see, how we, how do you pronounce this? Calix? 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 Calix uh, is uh, from the movie Truth or Dare. Oh, oh my God! One uh, appearance. Oh, it's a Snapchat filter. <laughs> it, it is a demonic spirit originating in a Mexican church who forces humans to play a deadly game of truth or dare. Uh, aye, aye, aye. So, sorry, Sean. I, I, you, I forget. I think you need to correct yourself. Uh, it was marketed as Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. Oh, excuse me. 
They couldn't put that on Get Out. They wanted to use it for their real powerhouse movie. Uh, its powers include manipulation, ability to possess persons, and commit suicide or murder. That okay, like so this is going to be this is going to be another one of those <laughs> stupid ones where is By My Man a tangible being? Kinda. Okay, so I mean, could the spirit him, could Calix badass weird looking dog? Could Calix possess Bye Bye Man and make him just well, kill himself? Here's here's the thing. He has to go to Mexico and say that he's going to play the game. And why would he want to do that? I mean, to get on that side of the border and then get back in, that's gotta be difficult. Exactly. Uh, I just want everybody to know that we've all lost the game. (laughs) Oh no. Rip. Memory serves. Bye bye man. Never had any lines of dialogue. Mm. So even if he wanted to, I don't think he could play truth or dare. Good point. Let's, let's talk about, does uh, he, does he have a smartphone though? Does he like apps? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, let's talk about the design real quick. Uh, Snapchat filter versus a meme, whatever. Bye bye, man in a trench coat. Exactly. The pinky cool pool. dog. I, I think bye bye man would take uh, uh, the appearance. Um, One of them was played by Doug Jones. Wasn't fucking filter face. <laughs> filter face. Well, that would well, that would be really weird if if Doug Jones's face was the filter on everyone. That would make me so happy. <laughs> we got to make a horror movie with Buscemi eyes. Oh my god! Uh, in terms of cultural significance, this is a hard one because I feel like neither one of them no people don't really care about. Um, but the fact uh, that that's true, I would maybe maybe give it to Bye Bye Man because infamous. He's based on a book, actually. Oh, that God. even predates the creation of Slender Man, and he's sort of like a, a proto version of him, I feel mm. like. Hmm. I also think Bobby Man maybe has a slight edge in cultural significance because he's a meme. I see him a lot of places. So that kind of keeps him in the public eye if you're on 4chan. Yeah, but Calix is a Snapchat filter. Oh, fuck. Snapchat's the devil. Yeah, but they just repoed that for their movie. That's that wasn't like marketed as the truth or dare filter. Mm. That was just something that already existed that they were like, that looks kind of weird. Let's make that the whole thing. Okay, I'm gonna get back to that one. And then uh in terms also, of Also, uh that was directed by the the guy that made uh Kick Ass 2. So Truth or Dare should just automatically get forfeit because he took like a nice, you know. Easy pitch and just fucked it all up with CGI shit. Hmm. Now, now we're just getting metal with it. <laughs> well, no, like you, you have you seen Kick Ass Two compared to the first one? Yeah, yeah it was definitely not as good. Yeah, CGI fucking uh, shit. I mean, it was better than yeah. the comic of Kick Ass Two, I think. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, that comic Moretz would not would not be able to be adapted <laughs> as, a, no, as a. Don't believe so. <laughs> Not in this decade or country. No. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go bye bye man. I'm just gonna say it right now. Bye bye man. Don't think it. I. I'm sorry. I'm also going to go with man. Bye bye. Yeah, I'm gonna go with bye bye person. Going with in sync. Bye bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got the design because it's actually they're trying to do something. They didn't even have to try. They're just like, oh, look what Snapchat does. <laughs> uh, and 
like Jason said, there's memes of one. There's definitely not memes of the other because it's just a Snapchat filter, and that's not really a meme. So, mm-hmm. bye bye, man. Let's get let's let's move on. All right. Probably too much time on on bullshit. <laughs> All right. We're like bye bye, Calix. <laughs> Finally, a movie I think Jason has seen. <laughs> uh, our next matchup: Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters Two. Oh, I haven't seen the second one. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I've just only seen the first one. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I thought he was kidding. It was a bit. Uh, one appearance. He is a 16th slash 17th century medieval tyrant and an oppressive and bloodthirsty sorcerer whose demonic spirit is held within a painting. And his powers include dark magic, demonic and ghostly powers and control over mood slime. And he is facing Jerry. Mood Dan- slime? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he's facing Jerry Dandridge uh, from the movie Fright Night. Uh, one appearance. He is a 1,400-year-old vampire who has recently moved into a small town. His powers include shape-shifting, immortality, superhuman strength, seduction, and intelligence. Hmm. And, and, and we're like going off the night. Chris Sarandon, not the Colin Farrell. Yes, right? that is correct. Okay. Jason, you've seen both these movies. <laughs> what do you what do you think? He's seen both Fright Nights. <laughs> Same here. Uh I've seen some of Ghostbusters too. I know what happens in it. And I know that they control the Statue of Liberty with a what is it, an SNES controller? An NES advantage too. That's right. <laughs> but uh pushes glasses up. <laughs> I feel like Vigo I played Genesis, sorry. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong because I've never seen Fright Fright Night, but um I feel like Vigo would win in the head to head category because he's more of like a powerful being for lack of a better term like he can uh he terrorizes the whole city doesn't he and uh this other vampire dude's just kind of you know chilling <laughs> plus his name he is jerry and that's man. lame as fuck <laughs> true yeah like jerry seinfeld like who uh, who who goes into a fight named jerry and wins that doesn't happen jerry the king oh, <laughs> oh. never happens puppies <laughs> I th- I feel like hands down uh, design goes to Vigo. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Culture significance, I'd also give to Vigo. So to me, the fight yeah. doesn't matter. I uh, would slightly favor Vigo in the fight. It's just a matter of whether his powers would work on a vampire. Um, He's a mean looking motherfucker. And, and would he be like fully out of the painting and everything? He doesn't have to be because he yeah. can. He can yes. uh, maneuver around while he's still in the painting and have people do his bidding as well. So, um, but yeah. Jerry's got evil Ed. Evil Ed. Obviously, someone hasn't seen Fright Night. <laughs> nope. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're so cool, Derek. <laughs> I haven't seen most of this shit. <laughs> Still got Jason. Uh, I will B. say that I will say I will say this before I say anything else. I would much rather watch Fright Night than Ghostbusters too. But that, I think I would give statement. all three to Vigo. Yeah, I agree. Vigo, Vigo, Jason, Vigo. Uh, are Vito. You, are you practicing Vigo? You remember? Remember that wrestler Vito, part of the yep. FBI. He'd come out in dresses. Is, is that your spirit animal? Yep. I'm also going with vegan. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to the next one. Our next matchup. We have the shark from the shallows. Yeah. Oh, damn it. 
one appearance. Uh, he, he the is, lamest shark. <laughs> he is a bloodthirsty shark found 20 yards off the coast of Mexico. His powers include swimming skills, high endurance, jaw strength, endless metabolism, and intelligence. I'd hope he have swimming skills. <laughs> <laughs> and Endless is, floating ability. <laughs> ability to breathe underwater. And uh, he is facing... <laughs> <laughs> You didn't have to write some of these attributes down. Like they come with the territory. No, these these are uh, these are, are are found on the fandom villains wiki page. So no, I know that, but it's a shark. Yeah, like we don't. It goes it's a very specific it shark. Water. Uh, it is facing. How do, how do you pronounce this? Valak. Valak. Probably Valak. It's Valak. Valak, Valak yeah. uh, from the Conjuring slash the Classic. Nun. Um, two appearances. It is a demonic spirit that takes the form of the nun and the crooked man. Um, its powers include demonic powers, possession, shape-shifting, telepathy, blocking, clairvoyance. I will say that, uh, despite the nun being a horrible piece of shit, um, <laughs> the, the original, like, scene of Valak from The Conjuring 2, where, like, it goes between being a painting and the real thing is probably one of the coolest things to come from any of those movies. So, and that's I can point I that have... out. But, uh, I'm going with the shark. <laughs> Valak, you looked real cool in that one scene from Conjuring 2, but the shark's gonna eat your ass. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think nuns can do that. Well, nuns can't. The shark will. Valak didn't seem very effective in the water in the couple of scenes in the nun where there was water involved. It seemed kind of helpless. Oh, good was it holy point. water? I mean, she's pretty useless throughout the nun. I don't know yeah. how she killed the other people in that movie. Well, the one thing is she watched The Exorcist 3. Um, Wait, the nun did? Well, yeah, and she walked around ex- with giant shears. Alex, do you explain how it stole the best kill scene from it? Oh. <laughs> I what the only you know is this another home field advantage one where like Valak is just for some reason really close to the water. Okay, so here's the thing. I uh think that Valak would have to win for design and the the problem is cultural significance to me would go to Valak as well, which kind of a shark which <laughs> yes. Which kind of makes the fight pointless but i mean that's just my vote i you guys can do what you want yeah, when, when you watch the shallows you're not when you or rather when you remember back to the shallows you're not going right. to think of the shark you're, you're going to think of Blake, Blake 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 Blake. Blake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and a bird badass bird what, what was his name but, but see unlike uh for the happening this is where uh nature's uh design is actually really awesome because the gray white's like one of the coolest creatures on the planet so uh, see, I, I, mean, I tried this lot, earlier it's definitely a lot cooler than Valak like a fucking gray white doesn't even have to like bite you where you're at like it can Dude, bite all you have to do is have a, like, if a gray white's head breaches out of the water it's instantly one of the coolest looking things on the fucking planet like, <laughs> like, like it's it's terrifying to look at like the think about like the thing is crazy like their their eyes roll back in their fucking head and a jaw like extends out like a snake and can rip shit out like and pull it back into his mouth like it's not even just like oh it's got really sharp teeth and it can bite you no it can like snatch your fucking arm I mean Jason can do that too away. yeah it's awesome <laughs> Jason where where do you stand on this one also Shark Week way more significant culturally than Valak 
True, but you know, I don't think really too many people remember The Shallows besides us. Uh, I don't. I didn't remember. Just won the Oscar for best song. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel like the nun has more culture significance because of the more recent movie in the Conjuring universe. Or what, what was it? The Conjuring? No, was that Insidious? It's no, it's it's, con, it's Conjuring. It's Conjuring. Yeah. I got how many of the, how many of the movies on this list? <laughs> how many of the movies though? In them. Yeah. How um, many of the movies on this list win the significance portion of it just because they're infamously bad? Uh, only Bye Bye Man, I believe. None. Two of our panelists just said it was a shit movie. Well, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving the nun uh, two two out of three because of the culture significance and the design. Head to head, I have no fucking idea how a shark's going to fight a demonic entity, but it's going to eat it. Okay, I guess the nun can't swim, and I guess and the, it, and the, the nun was clearly physical, right? I guess the priest well, could bless the water. The sharks swim in holy water. Exactly. Yes. Well, sharks sharks have always been linked to Christ. So they're they're clearly <laughs> fighting. There's, there's enough salt in the holy water I mean, for a reason unexplained. So the shark is in the crucifixion pose. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, so we're baptizing there's, sharks. There's, a, there's enough salt in the holy water, so it can swim in holy water. It's fine. We don't need to talk about how the salt got there, but oh, okay. Uh, I'm still going phallic. <laughs> Yeah, I think I gotta go with Valak. Sure, why not? <laughs> Jason? Yeah, Valak for me. I will die alone on my hill with a great white shark, and I'm happy with it. Oh, wait, I have an ally? I'll go with the shark, too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everybody was gonna roll over. Alright, well, Valak moves on. Uh, let's go to our next matchup. We have Jennifer... Jennifer and Debbie. <laughs> 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 we have Jennifer Check from the movie Jennifer's Body. Uh, one oh appearance. My God. She is a uh, demon succubus who inhabits a high school cheerleader who must feed. Isn't this that Megan Fox movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Who must feed on teenager uh, teenage boys to keep her eternal youth. Her powers include superhuman strength and speed, and enhanced beauty, seduction, levitation, murder, and cheerleading skills. And J- Jason, have you seen Jennifer's Body? No, but I remember oh. when it came out. I think it came out like when I was in high school. I remember it being plugged all the time on Raw, like commercials for it. Uh, she is facing Deborah Logan from the movie The Taking of Deborah Logan. Uh, one appearance. Absolutely named. She is an elderly woman with Alzheimer's who is possessed by a spirit of some guy uh, whose name I can't pronounce, <laughs> who is a cannibalistic doctor. Who oh, pre- I saw this movie. Who- wow. Look at that. Wh- what? <laughs> It was on Netflix. I watched it with Yulia like last year, I think. Why would you subject yourself to that? It was fucking good, dude. This is not the movie I would have expected you to say you saw. <laughs> John is perplexed. <laughs> wow, Brian Singer produced it. I regret watching this. <laughs> uh, wow, you gave him... Well, no, you didn't give him money. You gave Netflix money. Yeah, no, um, I remember people on uh, Reddit recommended it, so I watched it. It was good. Probably Was it on the Brian Singer's Innocent subreddit <laughs> yeah i'm i'm, I'm like a fucking mod when that one <laughs> uh so anyways it's like uh, bro we rate we only rate brian singer movies here did you say rate or rape well both <laughs> she is possessed by a spirit of the dude who was a cannibalistic doctor who performed demonic rituals before being killed by logan her powers include limited supernatural okay. 
uh, that's a lot even of go up there. That's a lot of information. But also, if it's possessed by a spirit of a dude and it's going up against a succubus, it's fucked. So, well, her, her powers include limited supernatural powers, including short range teleportation and limited telekinesis. Jason, you and are... she can open her jaw really wide. Yeah, she like her. It's like so can a Jennifer. snake allegory. She yeah, like yeah. eats a cake. Megan Fox needs to constantly feed on men to keep her toe thumbs intact. Yes. <laughs> What? <laughs> you I was actually going to say something thumbs? about her thumbs. I figured I, I wouldn't have to. Apparently, her, her thumb, yeah, her thumbs. I'm Google. I'm googling the shit out of that. Yulia's telling me to Google it. How come her? her uh, <laughs> Yulia, look at Megan Fox's come, thumbs. How come her powers don't uh, fix that? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with her thumb? <laughs> it's not one of them. Is both of them? You'd never heard of that? No. That was like something that was going around during like high school, because uh, when she was in the first Transformers movies, people started pointing it out. Oh, I wasn't looking at her thumbs, dude. <laughs> I was looking elsewhere. Well, I was on that other subreddit from Megan R slash Megan Fox's thumbs. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, taking a Deborah Logan, good movie. Uh, the old I lady. Deborah. Deborah. Yeah, it was. It was good. Check it out. It's not on Netflix anymore, unfortunately. Deborah Logan. Debba, Debbie Logan. Debwa. Um, fuck. Now you made me lose my train of thought. As far as head to head goes, um, she doesn't really do much in the movie besides like eat a kid and like kind of teleport around. It's way yeah, more. You're right. That's not much. Eat a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of going up against succubus, it's hard to say. Sir, what do you? What did you see the woman do? Uh, nothing much. She just like ate this child. <laughs> but it wasn't like she killed the child. It was yeah. like. It was like she they went around a corner and she was like already had the child like fucking in her mouth. So, so you don't really it. know how she did it. But um, what do you mean? We don't know how she did it. <laughs> she opened her mouth and put her in there. <laughs> I'm saying like, maybe she grabbed was it. Oh, in her mouth. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, it's tough because like who here saw the succubus movie? I, I have. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Did Megan Fox like use her thumbs to kill people in it? No. <laughs> no. She Jason seduced people went. and then ate them. Jason Gosh, immediately no, I don't really think information. I don't think she'd be able to seduce this old lady. I could be wrong. But it's a it's a spirit of a dude in an old lady. I don't know. She kind of seduced Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. Ooh, good point. See, was it a spirit of the of the dude? Because I remember it being like a demonic snake. That's why she unhinged her jaw and Deborah. Well, Sean Logan described it as a spirit of a dude, so I don't know if it's that because is the snake is the snake because of the phallic imagery. <laughs> no, I remember yeah, it specifically. On, on the online, it said it was the spirit of his name is Henry Desjardins. Desjardins. Hello, my name is Henry <laughs> I'm a cannibalistic doctor. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give um design to Deborah Logan because I saw, a, I saw it and when she has the whole snake thing going on, it's pretty cool. Uh culture significance, I have no idea. I don't think anyone would really remember these movies. I definitely remember Jennifer's body. I've never heard of the Deborah Logan movie. I think Jennifer's I, I, body Jennifer Jennifer's I mean, body uh, has uh, an edge because it plays on USA a lot. It does? Yeah. yeah. And it was has to an Academy Award winner. And not Brian Singer. <laughs> yeah, Brian Singer didn't have anything to do with it, I think. Yeah, by virtue of that, Jennifer's body should win. <laughs> 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 uh, 
but I, not I, made by a rapist vote. Uh, I mean, it was apparently produced by. Uh, hold on, am I right? Roman Polanski. Oh God, it's oh, the guy that say. directed the Escape Room. <laughs> Fuck him. Let's go. No, no, well, I'm, I'm, go. I want I, I need go. to. Uh, I need to back up this uh, this counter argument against the Brian Singer thing, where it seems that. Brett Ratner had something to do with Jennifer's body. Oh, my oh no. God. Oh, Lord. Well, he's actually somehow not as bad as Brian Singer, which is... <laughs> he's he's but, less awful that we know of. But he's still done awful things that we've heard of, too. It's just not as bad as Brian Singer. They're both bad, though. Can't, we, can't, we can't say that, that it's not bad. Oh, God. So yeah. at base at base level, I'd at least heard of Jennifer's Body. I've never heard of this other movie. That's a good point. <laughs> I've seen it on the Netflix list forever, and just like maybe I'll watch that. Never happened. Well, they no. took it off. So f. I think you could make the <laughs> make the uh, legitimate argument that Jennifer would win all three. I feel like if you just take that one scene out where Deborah Logan's eating the child. Um, well, we don't know that she was eating the child. No, she clearly was. Yeah. But you don't know how you got how how that got there because well she tripped Deborah and fell Logan, in her mouth. <laughs> Deborah Logan goes missing. And they're searching around. They turn the corner and there she is. Like they just yell child, out, like, "Who took Deborah Logan? <laughs> Where's that Alzheimer's bitch at?" The like the fucking legs of the kid are sticking out of her mouth. That's the funny thing too. She eats kids in that movie, and then they heal her at the end, and then j- that everything goes back to normal. It's just like, is anyone going to talk about that? You're right there. <laughs> That is funny. When she goes poop tomorrow, are there going to be like shoelaces in her poop or something? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Anyway. I'm so so confused as to just the whole narrative around they turn the corner and the kid's like halfway in her mouth, but they don't know how they got there. (laughs) There's a whole gif on the internet. It was just like, of course you know how they got there. She fucking ate them. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I am going with, uh, Jennifer. I also will go with Jennifer. No, she's a bitch. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Hey man, you just got to live in the moment. Okay. You got to get off your phone. All right, Sean. (laughs) Look, she tripped and fell into her mouth. Oh my God. I can't believe it. (laughs) She's just standing there (laughs) and this thing's just mauling at the back of her head. It's almost like she doesn't care. It's almost like it was a sweet release. (laughs) She just walked up and she was like, do what you got to do. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'll go with fucking thumb fingers, too. (laughs) You bailed on your movie? Hey, man. I don't care. He's got no integrity. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You need the three eyes, Jason. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Sometimes I wonder if Dan's actually my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody equally, Jason, so just to so see aware of that. I don't believe you, but sure. Deborah Logan ate that kid. <laughs> Let's not forget. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our next uh, matchup we have the entity from Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Uh, <laughs> this is the fucking fucked up oh, one. baby. One appearance. Uh, it, he is an ancient demon who scoured the world, killing people before being trapped in a story that allows evil to be depicted. 
And once the story died out, uh, the entity could escape back into our world by killing a gatekeeper. Uh, his that's powers. A lot. I well, I, Jason, have you seen New Nightmare? No. Oh, that's why. Uh, his powers include dem- uh, demonic powers, razor sharp claws, superhuman strength, control over people's nightmares, ability to warp between the real world and the dream world. And he is facing Black Philip from the movie The <laughs> Witch. Uh, one appearance. He is the mortal form of Satan who is disguised as a billy goat and is tormenting a Puritan Christian family. His powers include demonic magic, possession, manipulation, and shape-shifting. And horns. And uh, I would have loved to have gotten Black Phillip anywhere in this tournament, but I think he's kind of screwed since you literally said the mortal form of Satan. <laughs> You're like, well, Black Phillip can die. He's, really he's the devil. Okay, sweet, he wins, but he can die. Yeah. Like, well, okay. Because Black Phillip's awesome. I, I remember for months I was just like whispering Black Phillip to random people just because I thought it was funny. Yeah, why you were just doing it to people at Wawa. Yep. Just walk up to people. Are you whispering <laughs> it to those dolls? <laughs> Jason, we They're need... a little too far away. Jason, we need, we need to talk about that bridge scene real quick. It's quite all right. <laughs> Deborah um, Logan ate that kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in terms of in terms of uh, design, I think the entity takes it bar none. Um, yeah, and that's not even going into the regular Freddy look from the movie, which is cool and interesting and new. Like his attire is cool. That trench coat with the the lining is like a neat addition. But then also there's the design when his head turns into like the demonic form. Well, towards isn't the very that, end of the movie because he's being burned. I guess, but still, yeah, when his eyes start bulging and tongue sticking out and it's forked. Yeah, forked. He gets horns and everything out of nowhere. He almost ate a kid too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 wouldn't be a a first for the character, but uh. I guess in this instance it is because it's not the same character. I think the real question here is in terms of cultural significance. Um, I might actually give that one to Black Phillip because most people don't even realize that it's not Freddy in New Nightmare. It is uh, is the the demon. It's not. It's you know it, the Freddy Krueger character is just that. It's a character, whereas this is an actual demon that's going around killing people. Um, whereas I feel like a lot of people who know the witch know of Black Phillip. In fact, he's on the cover of the Blu-ray. Um, there is a beer named after Black Phillip. Makes you live deliciously. Yeah. Is that the tagline? Actually, I think it might be. be. Uh, but in terms of the fight, yeah, you're right. This would be a kind of a one-sided fight. The entity kind of, and I think the biggest, um, and I, we ran into this before with with the actual Freddy in the the first tournament, where it's like, well, how does he fare in the real world compared to the dream world? Whereas the entity in this is just as powerful in both. So yeah, it's basically Freddy with cheat codes. Yeah. So I am going with entity. Jason. Um. Sorry, I'm thinking. Um. I think I'd have to give the design to Entity for more creativity. Like uh, uh, Black Phillip is a very cute goat, but when they, when at the end of the witch when he turns into uh, Satan, you don't That's really get awesome. a good look, right? It's it's kind of just like a it's you kinda, see like a shadow. 
walking around. Honestly, he kind of looks like a Puritan. If you, yeah, it looks like a pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say he just looks like a normal dude. Uh, so I'll give cultural. Well, we didn't do that yet. Did we cultural significance? I mean, if it's if it's with uh, the Freddy Krueger franchise, then that definitely wins. Um, head to head. Well, I already give it. I'm gonna give two out of three to uh, the entity. I like. I love uh, the witch, but. Gotta go through the rules. Oh, it's a cranberry and blood orange hard cider. So it's not even a beer. Hmm. I mean, that's, that still I sounds pretty good. No, that, that, I know. That, no, like, that's even better to me. So maybe I'll have to see if Blake still makes that or not. Uh, I want to vote for the new Sonic model. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, what, 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 do you, what do you think? Screw it. He's not going to win, but I got to give it up for my boy, Black Phillip. Black Phillip. Because I respect him so much. And he has a good not beer. He has a good cider. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Again, this is one of those ones where I I come up with two things I would like to see go further in the tournament, but there's legitimately not an argument for me to get Black Phillip past uh, the entity. Other than how good his brew is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, if it was actually Satan, <laughs> that would be a little bit of a tough, tough one. But it's not, so I'm going with Entity. All three. All right. Well, we already have the votes, but Mike, would you have also gone the same? Uh, yes, I believe I would. All right, then. Let's go to our next matchup. We have... Let's see. I'm going to say that this is pronounced Lamia. Yeah, probably. Uh, which is Tamina <laughs> from Drag Me to Hell. Uh, one appearance. She is a powerful demon that torments its victims for three days before ultimately manifesting and literally dragging them to hell. That was a good movie. And uh, her powers include demonic powers, magic, uh, dark magic, curses, trickery, and possession. And she is facing the Death Angels from A Quiet Place. Uh, one appearance, they are aliens who are extremely sensitive to sound and attacks all living things that they can hear. Their powers include immense strength, speed, stealth, sharp teeth, intelligence, and bulletproof skin. Interesting. That was the name of them? Uh, in some sources. Uh, I forget where exactly it, it lists them as the Death Angels on there, but I believe that is uh, at least what some people are calling them. In the, oh, in the Quiet okay. Place movie... You see newspaper clippings saying like angels from heaven or, you know, angels or something like that. Uh, so I guess people just put two and two together and call them death angels. But they're technically then, aliens, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And then the guy who wrote that article was dead like three days later from them. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what's uh, mystical about aliens, Sean? What's that? What, what's mystical about aliens, Sean? They figure out a way to uh, travel through space. Wormholes. I, I don't so know. We have a very powerful demonic entity, as in Drag Me to Hell, versus these aliens that are uh, blind. You I can just shoot like, them and they die. Well, no, you have to shoot them from the ins- like their mouth. where uh, there's no At a skin. high frequency. I feel like the Drag Me to Hell uh, monster could just open up a, like the ground and pull them in. So that really wouldn't be a problem. But uh, pretty much anything that involves a demon is basically just going to go to the demon. <laughs> Cultural significance. Definitely like this is, it's the equivalent of like when we have two people fight and one of them has a gun. 
in a lot of our other tournaments. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I th- I think this is a very uh very good point to bring up is I feel design. You could make the case for the Death Angels and cultural significance for the Death Angels. So I don't think that the fight even matters in this case. Well, cultural significance definitely, definitely because Quiet yeah. Place is infinitely more well known than Drag nope. Me to Hell. Nobody remembers Drag Me to Hell. We fucking well, you killed did. Justin Long's career because Justin Long was in it and he was a Mac. What about uh, the the <laughs> chick Allison Lohman or whatever who just gave up on Ooh. acting? Well, maybe Drag Me to Hell exactly. Was like, Maybe Drag Me to Hell was actual like footage, and then when she got dragged to hell, that's what really happened to her. <laughs> I feel like that was just the wish of Sam Raimi during Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going with Quiet Place Monsters. Yeah, one of these also like an Oscar nominee, but not for the creature design for some reasons, for the sound editing, which makes a whole lot of sense, because where's, where's the sound? <laughs> well, the absent, it's That's like the most modern art choice (laughs) just like well there is no sounds therefore the sound direction must have been incredible (laughs) (laughs) they foleyed footsteps on sand they played monopoly with pieces of cloth (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i would actually agree with sean where where the, uh, the the design and the cultural significance would trounce the fight because uh the lamia what is really the, the closest representation of it is a bad looking goat with titties. Whoa. So, uh, so design goes to goat. Nah, uh, Death Angels, two out of three. Yeah, I'll go Death Angels. Mike, are you going with the Death Angels as well? Fuck, this came to me, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We already we already have three, but still. Oh, never mind. I wasn't paying attention. I kept hearing uh, stuff like, like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I probably would have gone with Death Angels. Let's say that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, our next one. Uh, we have Eddie Quist, a.k.a. Eddie the Mangler. From the I thought that said Eddie Quiet for a second. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, my God, the star of A Quiet Place. <laughs> he is from the, hmm. the movie. It was actually A Quiet Place. <laughs> Quiet's place. Uh, Possessive. He is from uh, the movie The Howling. Uh, <laughs> one appearance. He is a psycho. Not a quiet place. No, he is a psychopathic serial killer slash werewolf who is terrorizing reporter Karen White. Um, he is. Power- oh my god! Wait, is this that movie where she looks up from the filing cabinet yes. and gets smacked in the face? Yes. <laughs> Uh, her powers, or his powers, excuse me, include high intelligence, superhuman strength, speed, agility, and transformation. And he is facing uh, Mater Su- Ooh. Mater Suspirioma. Su- Suspirium. 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 Yeah. Uh, from the movie Suspiria. Uh, now, here's the thing. Uh, technically, I had to include both of them. So two appearances, theoretically. Uh, yeah, so I've seen one of them. <laughs> it <laughs> is the uh, she is the oldest and wisest of the three mothers, which is a group of three witches um, who uh, resides in the dance academy. Her powers include witchcraft, invisibility, illusion casting, and telekinesis. Okay, so it's a witch versus a werewolf. Uh, Epic. Technically, yes. Okay. Um, what ability like does Eddie? Qu- 
So Eddie Quist doesn't have any like special abilities outside of what a normal werewolf can do. Correct. Okay. But apparently he was also a serial killer without being a werewolf. So that's just it's just, it's, it's a, a cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's extra bad. <laughs> As opposed to those good werewolves. Yeah. The lichens. Well the, well, the first wolf man wasn't too bad. What do you mean he strangled Origin- people? The original one was just unlucky. <laughs> unlucky? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Uh, Larry Talbot. What an unlucky fellow. He stumbled into his problems. <laughs> he was strangling women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> better than Brian Sugar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jason. New. <laughs> Do you know who these people are? New. All right. Well, you know the werewolf. Right, you know he's a werewolf. You know yeah. of werewolves. Uh, and you okay? So, Jason, look up uh, Suspiria, so you can look oh, up. I just got out of the the tab. Now I got to type the whole thing again. Oh my god! Uh, seven oh good. seven letters. <laughs> well, maybe eight. Okay. Oh, she's like opening her chest up. That's oh, hot. that's okay. So he's look, looking at the remake. That's not even. I mean, uh, uh, spoiler alert. I guess. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, no, no, you didn't spoil. No, it. we're just we're spoiling it for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, this movie was in my queue. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Uh, so Sean, Sean's just overly harsh. It, it's what? it's all right. I liked it. Yeah, I like it too. I liked it a lot. I didn't see the original. Well, that's probably why you liked it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. Can you go over their powers one more time? Okay, so uh, Eddie is a (laughs) werewolf. That's all you need Mm -hmm. to know. Okay. Uh, Mater Suspiriorum. She has witchcraft, invisibility, Mm -hmm. illusion casting, and telekinesis. Okay, so she'd kick the werewolf's ass. The werewolf is good with brute strength, but she would, like, fucking telekinesis his ass to death. To me, the only, uh, in the fight at least, the only thing that the the werewolf could actually have a chance in is if... Pump her leg. No, if uh, if she decides to play around with it, um, Mm. because, you know, sometimes the witches can be a little playful, I guess, um, which sometimes causes uh, some... uh, You're saying they could be too cocky for their own good? Sometimes, yes. Um, now, I'm not saying that that would happen in this case because I feel like if a werewolf came and was just t- tearing havoc into the dance academy, I feel like they would just cast a spell on him and he would explode or something. Gotcha. Um, so, and then in, ter- in terms of the look, I, 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 I would think for werewolves, I'm a furry. Oh, interesting. Um, now, don't, uh, Derek, as you can attest from that scene that you've seen which is probably the only thing you've seen from the howling uh the the werewolves themselves are much larger and they're full animatronic so they actually look pretty good um so uh, it's just a matter of whether or not she looks better with the makeup when she finally appears at the end of the movie the original movie i should say um and then in terms of cultural significance i would Probably. I mean, Suspiria is more well known than The Howling, isn't it? That's a tough one. <laughs> I, I feel I, like I over, across the world, is there a remake of The, the Howling, Howling coming? The Howling is no, is but there's like five sequels. Target. Yeah. Whereas Suspiria, up until recently, was just an Italian movie that some people went out of their way to see. Like, 
Hmm. And okay. she, I mean, she might be able to also uh, cast a spell and control him too. Uh, there's, there's, there's no saying that she couldn't do that as well. Yeah, I feel like this is a. There are two ways. out of three because uh, the Howling has the design, regardless <clears throat> of which version. I think there's probably some of the best looking werewolf designs. But uh, this is the, Jason. This is the best photo I could come up with. There's not too many good ones in Google image search. Wow, what a weirdo! <laughs> Huh. Looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, that's from the remake. Oh. Uh, the one on the right is from the original one, which, I mean, you do get more of her face, but I couldn't find a photo of it. It's like the old lady from uh, The Shining. Kind of. Deborah Logan ate that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> um. Squeak. Yeah. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to Spiriorum. That's where I'm going. Squeak. What is this? Squeak? <laughs> That's my chair. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you had like a bird or something, like a parrot. Uh, no, it's 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 the arms of this chair. They I'm, they squeak I'm gonna, sometimes. I'm gonna also go with Spiriorum. Two out of three. I too go uh, with long Italian word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with miss. Squeak. Which which is over werewolves, <laughs> and now we come to the final matchup, the only one where I actually know both of the competitors. <laughs> All right, the main event. Here we go. We one have who lost on a technicality versus a meme. We have yep. S- Slenderman. Uh, one appearance. He is a uh, de- demonic entity who tortures his victims psychologically before kidnapping them and fusing them with the trees in the in the forest. Uh, he, uh, his powers include brainwashing, hy- hypo, hy- what the hell is that Hypothermia? Word? <laughs> hy- <laughs> Hypoglycemia? No. <laughs> Hypokinetis? No. Kinesis hy- hy- hypo- <laughs> hy- hypnosis? Hypnosis. 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 Wait, hold on. Wait, Hypnosis. I spelled it wrong on here. <laughs> oh, you fucker. Brainwashing, mind control, hypnosis. <laughs> Let me correct that real quick so it doesn't happen again. Why did you... Ing- All three of those are redundant. They're the same thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, hallucinations, teleportation, electrokinesis, vast magical abilities, and absorbing people tall. into trees. Is tall one of his attributes? <laughs> no. And uh, he, six foot seven. He is facing Pennywise from the movie It. Uh, one appearance. He is a cosmic entity that is a billion years old. Blah blah blah. We all know. Um, mm-hmm. And clown. He's, he's the one that Sean tried to sneak into the original tournament when he was only a TV character. Yeah. So he's getting a second shot here. Seems like there's some bias. <laughs> His powers include uh, high intelligence. Um. Uh, disguises, manipulation, trickery, shape-shifting, immortality, possession, superhuman strength, speed, telekinesis, and telepathy. What a clown. See, here's the thing. Depending on how he gets defeated in the movie that's coming out later this year could highly affect where his results line up this way, because if he gets defeated by a bunch of kids fucking, then, uh... Excuse me? Then he wins. (laughs) 
I They're going to be at least, at least if Brian Singer directed it. <laughs> uh, Remember when Deborah Logan ate that kid? <laughs> Deborah Logan ate that, that kid. That is a scene that could possibly show up in some form or reference in the next like Bill Hader's just gonna have like a fever dream <laughs> <laughs> because it's something from the book that I know wow. that uh, Fukunaga originally was gonna have in his story, but I don't know what Andre Machete's gonna end up putting in. Obviously, we have the 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 quote of the most blood ever used, and I was like, I don't think so. Nah, but, it's the most for sure. Is it more than Dead Alive, where that guy just takes the fucking lawnmower and just runs it through everybody? That's what they're claiming. Now, see, I mean, are they counting even more than the scene in the first movie where blood explodes all over the bathroom? Because yeah, are they counting like CG blood? <sighs> I, I have no idea. Like, I can think of a million movies that would probably beat it. Like, is it more blood than the original Nightmare on Elm Street, where they almost fucking drowned and electrocuted everybody? <laughs> okay, uh, to, but to this fight, um, Jason, what do you what do you think? This is a tough one, man. Like, uh, cultural significance, I mean, I would say Slenderman when the video game and his hype was at a peak, but I feel like it's kind of fallen by the wayside now. And with the recent It movie and the newest one, I think, isn't it coming out this year? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. um, I'd say uh, Pennywise has more of a cultural significance. Um, and definitely I'd give him design head over heels, Slenderman, like Slenderman's menacing looking. And if I saw him in the middle of the woods, I'd fucking crap myself, but he's just a tall dude, faceless guy with a tuxedo. I kind of feel like it's more, he, he was made more quickly than, uh, Pennywise was. Um, can I, can I bring up a, a point that I, yeah. I, so if you're just, you know, a non movie person and you hear mm-hmm. Slenderman, I feel like through the news and people and actual real life events, people, have heard of yes. Slenderman and would know who he is as opposed Slenderman to Slenderman actually was the cause for a murder. Yeah, he he actually exists. Um that, that uh, wasn't true. a murder. And, but then there was also the the creepy Well, it was an things. it was an almost murder. They were trying to kill her. But my my point being is a lot of people, believe it or not, think that the villain in it is called it. Well, that's <laughs> no, no, that is true. There there was the creepy clown uh face for a while too. Yeah, so, John Wayne Gacy. Yes. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like that could play. It happened before the movie, though. Cultural significance. Um, head to head, though. I mean, I really, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like maybe I feel like they're kind of one in the same. Like they're cut from the same cloth, like, you know, like demonic entities that have been around for a while. But you said Pennywise has been around for a billion years. So I feel like he's been at the well, demonic more training. He's been I, alive I like for a billion like years, to... but. I'd like, counter, uh, I'd like to counter Sean's uh, argument about oh, the naming. Do. Just because, I mean, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and they even consider the character called It. Because even when you look at watching the movie, uh, it's not prim- like it's primarily Pennywise, but it also it appears as the leper. Uh, in the book, it's Bob Gray. You know, It, 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 it has, almost was Freddy Krueger, but they decided not to do it yeah, for some reason. Like, I it think takes it, on, it takes on all the other manifestations, but Pennywise I, I, is the most popular of them. Yeah, I think the argument that it's incorrect to call the char- the villain it is incorrect in itself. I'm just talking about uh, the, in the from I the can, cultural significance standpoint yeah. about how some people may not understand that that's what mo- most people call it, as opposed to just what the uh, movies call. Well, it. I'd like to come in and step in with my my, my nerd glasses here, but uh, because of this movie. 
there's a shitload of Pennywise merch that just started getting made oh, and boy. selling like hotcakes. Here we go. Where they are re-releasing the same Pennywise figure like five times just with different head sculpts for all of the different versions. And it's solely first. just be- it's solely just, just because of movie. the design of yeah. Pennywise from the, the new movie. It movie. And then they also are sold the Tim Curry one in addition to it. So it's like you can buy both of them if you want. Okay, so, there's there's where my question comes in, just because I was leaning towards initially giving cultural significance to Slenderman, just because Slenderman, even outside of the gaming realm and the film realm, because really, who are we kidding? The film doesn't really count. At the end of the day, people know who Slenderman is just because it's become a meme internet culture type of thing. Like, you're aware of what Slenderman is. It could be a lot of different things. Like, it, you would have to say, oh, Stephen King's it. Or have you seen the movie It? Like, are we talking about Tim Curry? Because that's a made-for-TV movie. Like, is that one? We can't talk about because... that one because it's no, this TV. is this is just well, that's what just I was saying. Movie. If we're only basing it off of the newest version of It, yes, Dan had good insight as far as the figures and stuff. And there's definitely a bigger market now, based off of who was the actor who played Pennywise in that Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, based off of his model. I don't know. It's they're really, even selling it's, it's a drain really, set. That's just I think a it's really cool. Drain with eyes in it, like it's just that piece with the head like stuck in the drain. So you can have that as for your display now. That thing's gonna sell like crazy, and it's gonna be like fifty dollars at least. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because my initial thought, like I said, was to just give cultural significance to Slenderman, like slam dunk. Because if we were only basing it off of like media properties. But, but I feel like the if you really want to talk about it, after the movie Slenderman happened and then the documentary came out about like the actual girl and everything, like Slenderman's like kind of dead. Like it'll pop up. Yeah, that's up what I was saying. Like it bit, just dropped off. It's just gone. That was like a <laughs> the a, movie he, erased its cultural significance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds was like right. already popular from a TV movie. Which honestly, I'm not even that big of a fan of the original one, other than Tim Curry's performance. But that's what most people talk about anyway. It's so mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate but that now, movie. Like, I honestly, the the new movie was okay. The design was really awesome, and it's leading to a whole new resurgence of crap that, like, probably would have never been able to exist before because of the way that people buy things now. So. I'm still mad that the original director got booted off of it, but now he's going to make a James Bond movie. So naturally, I mean, that's the Uh, way you bounce back until he gets fired from that. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got to start filming sometime, right? No, it doesn't have to. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So the cultural significance significance thing is because it's been around more and has more staying power as we can see. Um, And then design Pennywise wins. And I'm pretty sure that Pennywise would just beat the shit out of Slenderman. Like, I'm just like thinking about like all the different ways that it could attack Slenderman or Slenderman's just going to be like, I'm creepy. Follow me into the woods. And Pennywise will just be like, sure, let me dance for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Pennywise would win at least two out of the three regardless. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm leaning for Pennyman. My. Wow! What a wow! What a shock! Sean allows uh, him back into a tournament, and he <laughs> wins his first matchup. 
Swerve, he's disqualified. Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost wondering, like, do the games and shit that existed before the movie even no. count? No. Like, no. so yeah, stuff I like guess, that. I mean, I guess they don't, so. Slenderman really doesn't have a leg to stand on. I mean, Mike saw the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. A Slender Slender Man. Man. No, I saw Always Watching a Marble Hornet Story. <laughs> that was uh, the first Slender Man movie. And what? then you saw Gotti. Yeah, the one <laughs> that's the one that's based on the uh, the web series Marble Hornets. And that was in that it is Slender Man, but they call him the operator. And he's Didn't played by Doug Jones. Media invent Slender and it was terrible. <laughs> they call him the operator? Yeah, that's the way uh that's the way the Marble Hornets crew was able to distinguish it from the rest of like, because Slender Man's not necessarily public domain, but it became that internet culture and everyone started doing their own take on it. <clears throat> so, uh, so, but so much to the point where they uh, created their own character. Uh, the, the producers of this movie called Slender Man actually had to buy the rights to Marble Hornets to use the character. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they so it's it's a weird amalgamation of them getting the rights from the Marble Hornets crew as well as the actual guy whose name escapes me, who wrote the very original story of Slenderman and did the Photoshop pictures on some like uh, forum. But yeah, I know too much about Slenderman and I fucking hate it. <laughs> I would hate that too. <clears throat> Anyways, he wins. Yep. <laughs> All right. See you next week, guys. <laughs> Pennywise moves yeah. on. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of round one. And before <clears> we go <throat> off the air for tonight, let's uh, preview the matchups for next week. Deborah Logan ate that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Yeah. They don't even know why. She just How tripped and fell in her mouth. They just don't know why. Just turn the corner. She was there munching away. <laughs> Not a care in the world. <laughs> the picture's even funnier because the fact that she's the fact that she's just standing there. She's, she's, like, she's, she's like offering her head up to her. She's like, you want to eat my head? Fine. <laughs> she's just like, oh, thank I've God, I'm starving. <laughs> this is just a little nibble, my child. <laughs> Oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway. Let's, let's, let's get that uh, So next week we will have Tiffany facing off against Bagul. Uh, the Mutant Bear facing Frank Cotton. Uh, Fluffy the Crate Beast facing Mama. Uh, Frankenstein's Bride facing Billy227. Uh, the Bye Bye Man facing Vigo the Carpathian. Uh, Valak facing Jennifer from Jennifer's Body. Uh, the entity facing the Death Angels, and the in the main event, uh, Mater Superiorum facing Pennywise. Shit, oh, baby. Pennywise is just getting all the dope matchups. It's mania, WrestleMania. Yeah, Sean moment. totally randomly did this. It yeah. was, no, I'm. I swear it was random. You keep saying that. It it oh. was like Dude, what? I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. Where's the integrity? Fine. Next point? next time we're going Although back. It, we're going back to, to numbers. Been, it had to have been random because otherwise, how could he forget two of the people that were even in the day? Exactly. <laughs> Truth. All right. Let's put a bow on the end of this tournament episode. Uh, keep it right here. All blah blah media social channels and on YouTube. We may be doing another video review next month, so keep an eye out for that on our YouTube. Fingers page. crossed. Uh, tweet at blah blah pod one if you like the results. Remember, Deborah Logan ate that kid. Never forget. She Never did. Never forget. R.I.P. 
F. tripped and fell right in. F for respects. Good night, everybody. Good night.